Hey, welcome to the club. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce our podcast and explain what we do. We will go over mysterious and unsolved cases, a bit of the paranormal, and of course, conspiracies. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast provider. Also, a new episode of The Cloak comes out every Monday. So don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook forward slash The Cloaked Podcast and catch us on Twitter at The Cloaked underscore. And don't forget to like and rate us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And now on with the show. All right, uh, good morning, good evening, or hello, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am Wyel. Hi, I'm Pandora. Yo, this is Hoffman. Hi there, it's Cy. And today we'll be discussing time travel. And uh, we've got a few uh, stories here today, um, ranging from small tales to... I don't know. Whatever we want. Whatever we want. And so we have here first the story of Charlotte Mulberry and Eleanor Jourdain. Um, And their incident is that of a... It's called... And if you guys look it up, it's a ghost of Petite Trianon or Versailles in French. is Le Fontaine de Trianon. Or Le Fontaine de Versailles, and which uh, refers to the time travel of um, hauntings of sorts, um, which is uh, made by uh, or this discovery by Charlotte and uh, Eleanor. Uh, Charlotte, who was born in 1846 and passed away in 1937, and uh, Eleanor here was born in 1863 and uh, passes away in 1924. Now, in uh, 1911, they published this uh, book entitled An Adventure under the names of Elizabeth Morrison and Frances Lamont. Their book describes a visit that was made by Petit Trenon in in the small chateau grounds of the Palace of Versailles, where they claimed they saw a ghost of uh, Maria Antoinette. And um, now this caused like a lot of ridicule of um, both uh, Miss Morrison and Lamont, um, which they thought that, you know, the whole idea of uh, Marie Antoinette time traveling, um, which at that that time they weren't able to describe it. Now in the book, um, a lot of people's interpretation is that she's a ghost. And so therefore, hence the title. and in this book, they kind of describe their encounter with this ghost or this entity that was known as Marie Antoinette. Now, um, it's a book that has uh, quite a good following for those who look into time travel. Um, some say that it's um, it is a not just a story, but it is a a recollection of some events that may have occurred so if you read it you can determine whether you believe it or not um but we go on to the next one which is um you may have seen it on youtube you may have seen it on, on a lot of memes or on twitter uh, it's called chaplin's time traveler and uh <laughs> often laughs and but uh, uh it's been discussed it's uh, it's uh, definitely one of those stories that's been talked about a lot um but i digress in october 2010 a northern irish filmmaker named george clark uploaded the video clip uh entitled chaplin's time traveler um now if you look it up on youtube you will find hundreds upon hundreds of people's interpretation and um, definitely you'll be able to find the original 
And what this is is a clip of bonus material from the DVD of Charlie Chapman on the circus, which is included uh, along with several other uh, footages. Now, in this footage, you see a woman, which uh, she appears to be passing by, and looks like she has some kind of object held against her face or head. And to many people, it looks like she's holding some kind of phone, like she's talking into some kind of device, you know. And, uh, you know, a lot of people's interpretation of that, um, some people say it's a hearing device that she was using, uh, which is more than logical. That's probably what it is. But if you look at the video clip, you definitely look at it and you kind of wonder, is it actually a hearing device or is it a phone? I mean, if originally when you look at it, you think, well, maybe it is a phone um, because it, it does appear to be in a different type of shape than what you would normally hear or use to hear as a, as a device. So if you review the video, you know, you can again decide whether it is a phone or some kind of hearing aid of some sort. Um, that's definitely one of those things that uh, has been seen numerous times. Again, if you're into the whole time travel, um, you've definitely seen this video quite often. Uh, what do you guys think? Y'all seen the video? It's very common. What do you What do you think? What kind of freaks me out about it is that it looks like she's actually talking. Like you kind of see her mouth open right. a little bit. So I'm like. My other thought was maybe she has, like, an ear infection or something, you know, like, if your ears hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, you tend to hold your, your head, you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. like, oh, that hurts, so. Or. But her... she does appear to be holding something yeah. in her head. Uh, well. It could be her, so, her device is malfunctioning, she's her, speaking her out. Her cell signal. Yeah, or, <laughs> you know, who, who knows. Um, she's definitely, you see her definitely speaking. Uh, she may be speaking to whoever she's also walking with. Um, they can just, like, walk off, though. Hmm? she's like nodding she has that thing up to her head yeah she doesn't seem to be like facing him also that <laughs> also that uh so there's yeah there's a, a lot of uh different interpretations of what's happening um she's not paying attention she's not really facing who she's speaking with her earring hearing device it's not really facing who she's also speaking to or who she's trying to listen to is definitely a way more towards to the director and whoever's holding the camera like that angle what? maybe someone some exactly maybe someone's yelling at her no go back to the spot no what? i mean we, we don't know like you know it's one of those things where somebody could have been yelling at her directions and she's trying to hear whoever is behind the camera whoever's directing the people or the extras uh, who are walking about um, you know, it could be one of those things, which I believe it's more than logical. That's probably what our case is going to be, right? Um, Pandora, what do you what do you got here? Um, as far as our next story, yes. Um, well, you might have seen uh, the time traveling hipster. Yes. Um, oh, <laughs> on yeah, YouTube as well. Go. It's my crew right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one of these tips just got away and put that on. The original <laughs> So uh, with this one, it's a, it's just a photograph, and it's in a museum. Um, it's, you know, seemingly just a picture of people at this bridge reopening. It's the South Fork Bridge in Canada in 1941, um, and it's reopening after this flood that had happened in 1940. So at first glance, it's just, you know, bunch of people from the 40s standing around um, and then you have this one guy who just kind of sticks out uh, mostly because of what, is, what he's wearing so um, uh, he has this what appears to be a graphic tee that a lot of people had said um, you know that right. obviously they didn't have graphic tees in the 1940s yeah um, what did they have <laughs> what did they wear what was it what was it like that like button downs I don't know that, there was a lot of button downs so. everybody else in the picture is wearing like hats as far as the man with weird. like suits like there's yeah. there a lot of them wearing suits even some of the younger people if you look further down in the picture you definitely see people with 
Like with hats, fedoras. Like uh, there's some men in the picture not wearing hats, but for the most hats. part, they're like in a suit and tie. You yeah. know, everybody just kind of dresses. Yeah, that. I mean, it's, if you look at the crowd, you tend to see the demographics, and he looks That's right. like he's one of the younger people that are there. Uh, there's probably like five, six of the younger people um, out of the crowd of thirty plus. Yeah. Um, and, and so you, when you look at this crowd, um, even some of the other possible people that may be around this uh, person's age um they are wearing definitely a button a button-up shirt so it's like more formal wear yeah exactly yeah. Uh, he's just he looks like he's shit. wearing a, a hoodie and a tee which i mean some people have said this thing that looks like a hoodie it might be just like a knit sweater which is possible back yeah. then but sure, sure i mean I, I don't know just all together it looks kind of weird Nobody really pointed out in the video that I saw that his hair to me looks a little different too. Um, it looks like all the men have like this side part, and yes. then he has what looks to be like all slicked back hair. It's kind of hard to tell, but yeah. Um, and then he's wearing sunglasses, which I mean, they could have had sunglasses back then. It's they, not like they, they, they did. Yeah. Some sunglasses like his though was rare. Yeah. The, like the ones he's wearing were mostly people who either had. Um, a drop top type of car or you know we're into like other like, like I guess like aviation type stuff sure man like yeah aviators you know and, yeah. yeah there's also a picture from behind yeah, he, he, so yeah the photograph is real he's taller than he's very one. yeah he is yeah. he definitely <laughs> sticks out Here's the other thing, um, where the, the other angle that's taken from behind the crowd also is at an angle, so the person who's taking it from, who's taking the picture from the back of the crowd is also at a lower... Do you know who um, took the picture and, and why it's in the museum? Like, was it something... What uh, were the people this, this was, this was, this was, a, this was an event. So it was an opening of the bridge, and so therefore, oh, okay, okay, okay. there was, there was a large amount of, uh, of people... So it's not weird that somebody that there would be photography going on. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, like somebody took pictures yeah. there. And, and for those people who try to say that this picture is fake, it's actually real. It's in a museum. Right. Um, it's owned by the museum itself. I found a shirt on a hockey team. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's the, the the Montreal Mar- Maroons. It's a real hockey team back in the day, and uh, we'll definitely post that picture as well. Um, it's also a YouTube video that kind of dissects the whole picture completely. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, I mean, he looks like a hipster. Definitely at first glance. <laughs> I mean, at first glance, you're like, yeah, this dude's a hipster. That's like Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's who knows who who knows, who, who, knows right? who he he grew up to be. I mean, you know, who I mean, we also don't know who who the guy There's is. No, like, nobody's come forward and said. Yeah, nobody's me. ever come forward and said. Hey, that's my great 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 so and so. Yeah. I mean, I would say he's like you know twenties to thirty there. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, twenty thirty. Twenty five to thirty. It's Doc Brown. Time traveling. It's Doc Brown. It's Doc Brown. Time traveling. What was that? Doc Brown. What's um? What were you bringing up? No, I mean, if you're time traveling, would you just go back to like a certain date? Yeah, uh, I mean, I would, right? What kind of look? Depends on like where you came when, from. Like, okay, so oh, okay. you know, like uh, some of the world, world, uh, what is it? World fairs. Mm-hmm. I would definitely oh, go to like, stay away from Chicago. Why? <laughs> why would you go to a bridge opening in Canada? I, that's very odd. Maybe, maybe something was uh, going to happen. He prevented well, it because he's a time traveler. Well, supposedly <laughs> he went there to take a picture. Oh, yeah, <laughs> save the world. I mean, and they also question the oh, camera. Well, that yeah. camera, like you know, that's fifty years in the future. But they had those type of cameras. Yeah. Those cameras were not impossible to have. They maybe were very expensive. Yeah. And, um, uh-huh. But who knows? I don't know. I yeah. Like everything seems explainable. It's just a matter of like maybe this guy just didn't feel like dressing like everybody else. You know, there's always one of those people going against the system. <laughs> well, yeah. so in 1901, Kodak came out with the uh, handheld camera. And in 1941, it was very, you know, you could take the camera (laughs) anywhere. You know, people, when they see the camera from those times, they think of the big stand camera, the cinema type. Those were like for studios, though. Yeah. Not necessarily. The tent type. Like, you could have a camera you could actually walk around with. Yeah. 
Um, people forget that, you know, there was technology back then. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it I mean, it was low tech. <laughs> I mean, it was tech. The TVs come out in the 30s, right? The 30s and 40s? Or even before that. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I imagine they had TV. And they were mass produced, like crazy. Yeah, so I'm sure the cameras weren't that big of a. You saw a camera on it. Yeah, by, by 1941, there was over 10 different brands. Yeah, that's how. Uh, okay, well, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just it's why it's looking to like his that. popularity. He used uh, television, the new medium, to reach the people. Yeah. To broadcast his message. Whose message? Hitler. Oh, Hitler. <laughs> yeah, Hitler. Of course, bro. He wanted to take over the world. Yeah, he almost did, and then. Something happened. Time traveler stopped him. Supposedly not dead. <laughs> <laughs> aliens, man. Aliens. aliens. Oh, I'm not saying it was aliens. But it was aliens. It was aliens. Someone was driving the Glock and that Sukolo's guy, man. He's gotta go to jail for his rhetoric. I love him. <laughs> I'm thinking it was this guy from Russia. What was his name again? Putin. Almost. He's an alien. Look at his head. <laughs> No, 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 no. The other guy we talked about. Which one? From Russia? Yeah. <laughs> Yuri. Yuri. Fucking Yuri. Don't Yuri. 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 He was in and out with the Russians. He found the, the Glockin with the Nazis, took the fucking Glockin, and then he traveled to Brazil. This, this is Yuri. This is Yuri. He was pulling the, uh, yeah, the, the Bill and Ted thing. He's like, we're going to have the keys right over here in this bush. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Bill and Ted. Oh, Damn, you're really he, he, uh, fucking Simo, right? Yes. That, that's what happened. I, I'm still pissed off about that. That was a revelation like episode three. We'll definitely be posting Damn, that soon, but yeah. Uh, uh, what happened to him? Nothing. He died. He was fine. He was fine. He was fine. He was fine. He was he allegedly passed away. He allegedly passed away. Nobody knows where his uh, headstone is. No, where is this guy? He, he's time traveling. This, mo- Mars, this, this motherfucker is like a hundred and something years old. Right, probably at this moment. <laughs> I mean, that's it's a good it's a good good picture. I mean, time traveling hipster. Somebody should make a movie or a comic book or something out of this. I don't know. It's been talked about. For uh, yeah, that'd be a really lame superhero though. You know that. I mean, there's there's currently some you know uh, time traveling TV shows right now. What, what what is it gonna be? What's his uh, catch catch line to that? It's like I did it before it was cool. Oh, <laughs> before yeah. it was cool. Just <laughs> 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 go back a couple months before. There's that show that's that's new. Uh, what was it called? Time traveling bong. Oh yes. what? Yes. Is that it yes. It's actually pretty good. Uh, I want to It's on uh, the comedy. What is it? Is it Comedy Central? Central? Yeah. Oh, Comedy Central? Central? Yeah. Yeah. So time traveling bomb. Yes, time traveling bomb. The girl from, if you ever seen Broad City, uh, wait, she's like, wait, hold on. Is this like a drunk history? Kind of, oh, yeah. 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 I love oh, yes. that. I love that. Yes. 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 <laughs> from what I saw. It's, it's a good show. I mean, you know, I recommend it. Okay. <laughs> they should have done that first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Hoffman, what do you got there, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I have John Titter. This guy um, started appearing on bulletin boards back in the early 2000s. Um, and his handle was time travel underscore zero. <laughs> and what made him interesting <laughs> was that he claimed to be from the year 2036. And that he was time traveling on assignment by the government back to 1975 first to pick up a computer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is this a scavenger hunt? <laughs> a computer, an IBM 5100. Interesting. Very specific. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> that apparently they used to debug mainframes in the future. Yeah. Well, I mean, the so government the still uses floppy disks to transfer data. Yeah. Well, like because floppy disks are well, so actually, obsolete. The, uh, yeah. the nuclear 
Codes are kept on floppy disks. Yes, they're kept on floppy disks. <laughs> yeah, they are. We can't hold much. How big is a floppy disk? It's like you need a million floppy disks for it. Well, it's it's a small code. It's uh. It's just a, it's like a 10, 10, 12 digit Wi-Fi. code. All right, go ahead, brother. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, what also made him really interesting is the fact that he described his uh his time machine as a C two zero four time displacement unit. And he goes into great detail on how it worked. Okay. And, uh, he said two magnetic housing units with dual micro singularities, which are little black holes, yeah. Yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an electron ejection manifold. <laughs> so, oh, come on, keep on going. <laughs> to alter mass. Someone's writing this down somewhere. <laughs> a cooling x ray vent system, gravity sensor with a gravity lock, four main. Cesium clocks and three main computer units, and this guy has pictures of all this shit. That's cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a radiator? <laughs> it's like talking cars, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god. He also describes a uh, dystopian future where the U.S. broke up into two zones, and they were. Uh, Basically, a civil war in the future. No, oh, uh, yeah. Um, what also makes this really weird is that someone linked uh, Nikola Tesla to Donald Trump and this guy at the same time. Oh, please explain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck. So apparently, uh, someone in the Trump family actually went to MIT. The guy's name was John Trump. What? Uh, so after Nikola Tesla's death, the FBI ordered uh, all property to be seized. Right. You guys remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the National Defense Research Committee called the MIT professor. Right. Uh-huh. Which was... Oh. Serious? John Trump. Really? <laughs> so he is a So Trump. at some point they were smart. But <laughs> At some point, they were called drunk, right? Like that was yeah, name. it was a different name. Yeah. <laughs> they went back in time and changed that. So, <laughs> and, and I'm quoting this. There are certain things that Trump says that makes people believe that he may be a time traveler. Donald Trump? Because he alludes to nuclear war with ISIS. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Let's go on. He also said that I know more about ISIS than the generals do, which means he could be getting information, information somewhere else from the future. future. Oh yeah. my god. Right? And now there's a conspiracy theory saying that Donald Trump is now attempting to avert the current future that we're on right. by becoming president. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, man. He did it somehow. Sound bitch. <laughs> he altered. 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 Is this a paradox? I don't know. I wake up and I go to work and... I don't know. You tell me. Somebody explain. Yeah. Decisions. Every decision you make changes your future, bro. Yeah. That's Back to the Future has taught us. So, John Titter posted at one time that the president at the time that we elected was going to be incredibly rude and aggressive towards those who challenge him. Dang. Uh, that's not Obama. Obama just... Sounds right so far. Go on. You know where to hold it. Mm-hmm. So he goes, perhaps I should let you know a little secret. No one likes you in the future. This time period looks to be full of lazy, self-centered, civilly ignorant sheep. Son of a bitch, he's right. Well, that's what it... I mean, every day there's there's more sheep and more sheep. I mean... The media, all these... Sheep shows. They're sheep I mean... Like in uh, Family Guy, they're sheep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just saying to like, his friends, and they're, they're not people, they're sheep. Um, Bill Gates is right though I mean well, To a certain I mean, extent I mean We have a whole other thing On Bill Gates Go back <laughs> <laughs> Sorry man Go ahead Sorry man Go ahead Yeah the plug It's alright he, he, He's also had a bunch of other uh, Things that didn't pan out Yeah Like uh, Mad cow disease 
saying that the Y2K disaster was actually going to happen. So he he, he went back to the Well, I mean, obviously somebody They got an IKF computer. I mean, we got Hipster over here. He probably fixed it. He's like, nah, we got to fix this. That's what he was doing. He fixed it. I got to catalog this. I got to fix this. That's crazy. Guys, just reset it back to zero. Done. That's what they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was the problem? I never believed Y2K. I'm like, oh, you know, the computers, it, it's going to go back to zero, and then we're all going to, we're all going to, they're computers, man. I, mean, what, I don't know. The grid's going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> the grid's going to go down. Nobody <laughs> knew even who the grid was or what the grid was. Everything. Who ran the grid? And the Matrix came out before that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are just freaked out. I think if anyone's gonna like, start a war, they don't have to launch any bombs. They just have to take down the internet. People are gonna freak out. Yeah. <laughs> Can oh, you yeah. Imagine people with no internet. Oh my bombs. god, the internet's gone. I have to send a letter. The hell? <laughs> what? I got what? They gotta write. What the hell? What's a what pencil? <laughs> When's the bus coming, man? No, <laughs> Paper? Yeah. No Uber? Like, no. Wait, what time is it? <laughs> I forget time. Time doesn't exist. Oh my god. That was just me scratching my back. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Well, we'll hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. No. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Don't worry. It's a, it's a large itch, so. <laughs> it's a large itch. Can't reach it. Well, that was very interesting. Yeah, very, um... Sorry, guys. I just <laughs> went off on a tangent. <laughs> That's great. I know. I didn't know that. I mean, good information. Yeah, I mean, good. <laughs> we should great. definitely, definitely keep it. I need a slow clap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, people should keep an eye on Donald Trump then, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. See what's uh, going on. find is a time-traveling machine. It makes me uncomfortable to think that Donald Trump might have more information than any of us. Like, yeah. In Maybe. general. Like, well, because just... He's a mm. rude son of a bitch. I mean, <laughs> I can't pass it. I just don't think he's really smart. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, you think you would use it to make more money instead Maybe. of? Well, think about it. He oh, did okay. though. He the missiles that were yeah, he was invested in. He that. was invested in that. The missiles that were you know used over there. And, uh, so whatever could be possibly being used next, or whatever's being used currently. It, Again, goes back to him making money, like the whole um, he has a, a secret service where his wife is staying at, where she's the, their current residence. No, the Trump Tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So therefore, the secret service has to pay him for rent. That's awesome. Yeah, he's making money. I mean, he's he's. Finding all these uh, loopholes. They're yeah, loopholes. As long as she stays there, making money. So she's under house arrest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, man. She's up in the tower. She's locked away. <laughs> Never to be seen again. That's why she's slapping his hand away. <laughs> Don't touch me. So, so, say what you got. Alrighty, well, this is um, this is where y'all may know, but uh, two individuals, um, the main character here, and this alleged story and also alleged uh, uh, experiment, Ed Cameron's now, he calls himself Al Felix, was uh, participating along with his brother in the Philadelphia experiment on board the USS Eldridge. And basically the experiment with the government trying to test out um, psychological warfare and as well as techniques to travel in time. Back, backwards and forwards and so in his uh, interview on YouTube he recalls that him and his brother jumped off the ship and that he suddenly woke up in a hospital bed in the year 2137 now there's very little detail on what he did in that time frame but that um, based on another time lapse he woke up by himself without his brother in the year 2749 so uh, about 600 years later, he, he travels the time again, and, and supposedly the the ship was made up with all kinds of uh, material where people were traveling the time and, and getting stuck in the ship. So, if the story was true, this could have been a possibility that he, he wasn't 
kept in one time frame. He was um, stopping in 2137, but the story starts here in 2749. And, and so the interviewers asked him, like, okay, well, you know, tell me a little bit about your experience in the 2749, because obviously we won't be there. Mm-hmm. So he was very curious to see how, um, how society worked, what the buildings looked like, what kind of technology was available to uh, its people. Um, he described it as a highly advanced civilization that, um, of course, there were floating cities because apparently at that time they mastered anti-gravity. And, but also they had ground-based cities and it was kind of strange to him that not all of them were anti-gravity. Um, they chose to have some <laughs> ground-based cities for, uh, for some unscrewed reasons. But he kind of described the, the cities as being 21 to 2200 stories high. And in his mind, uh, with current technology, like how the blazes would you support such a structure knowing that 21 stories high is roughly two miles in the air. Right. So he stated that for about every 300 sections or 300 floors, there would be a floating foundation that wasn't connected to the next floating foundation. That uh, Obviously it was one structure, but uh, each foundation only supported 300 stories instead of uh, two, 21 or 22. Right. So he found out that um, that kind of uh, technique of uh, supporting the buildings. Um, and, th- and so he was like, okay, well, how does society work? Obviously we're in a supposed democratic society that we choose exactly what's going on. It's a capitalistic society. The more money you make, the more you have, right? Um, but that at this point in time, uh, society was pure socialism where everything was free to a certain point depending on your occupation or what you did in the city. Um, he said he didn't quite get the system because he was only there for two years, but obviously um, certain people had certain luxuries. Um, obviously, a lot of things were free, but if you wanted the, the extras, there was no monetary system available at that time. Um, banks did not exist. Money did not exist. But um, supposedly, you were provided with a um, certain amount of credit that he couldn't really explain that you can obviously go to stores and purchase wherever you want, TVs, um, clothing, whatever you decided to do, but um, he didn't quite have enough time to explain uh, that part of society. Um, and he was like, okay, well, um, how about the government? What, what was the government like? And that the government was run by a crystalline-based computer system synthesized by highly advanced beings. And he described these beings as being human to a point, but they've been uh, their ancestors were computer system engineers for the past 500 years and they were specifically groomed to run this type of uh, system and occupation and created these uh, computers um and that uh, there was no external government that every it was a city state based government every city ran itself but obviously that these computer based systems were connected to each other so they weren't connected but in a way they were if they needed it to be um, let's see. So he wanted to know more about, okay, well, today's time, we have a lot of war. We got ISIS, we got Syria, we even have war in, you know, the United States. Like people, like, about racism, or whatever the hell. So how's war like over there? And so he, um, he eventually had time to be interviewed by the computer. And the computer wanted to know how he got there in the first place. And, um, our friend couldn't recall, but he stated that, false memories were implanted in him because he initially thought that when he woke up that he was born in the city but that he came to his wits like I wasn't born here I was born in you know uh, 1947 but for some reason I thought I was born in this city city temporarily so I don't know if they were trying to brainwash him and maybe they were trying to keep him there Um, but I don't know if y'all read this interview or, or saw it but that there's no war and that there was no armies, there was no soldiers, there was no navy. There was really no standing armies in the world. And so um, our friend, um, Al Bilex, previously known as Ed Cameron, is all like, well, you know, what if an alien society tried to take over the world? How the hell, you know, what kind of defenses do you have to defend against that kind of uh, invasion? And the computer was like, that's on a need-to-know basis. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know. No. No. He jumped down real quick. Um, so he proposed that at, um, if anything did occur, that there was highly advanced laser systems or even more um, technology beyond that. Yeah. He couldn't. The computer was like, 
You ain't gonna get that from me. You don't yeah, because you don't need to know. You don't need to know. Yeah. Let me worry about it, and you worry about it doing your job. We got robots. You don't have the privilege. Yeah, you, it, basically, you don't have the privilege, but obviously, every city, to a certain extent, had um, underground defense systems. Yeah. Um, that the people were not privy to. Yeah. Um, but that um, it was controlled in a way. So I don't even know if maybe they were invaded, and um, but there's no obviously no one world government. There's no armies there's no other country trying to take over another country so city states yeah they were built in armaments below the city and uh, a little bit you know y'all need to ask me here like the modern conveniences what he could recall is that in the apartments that he was staying in they had synthesized food you can get actual food from the ground natural food yeah but they also can synthesize food for you and so there was um, yeah so you know something like that money did not exist um and you can only buy everything was free to a certain extent, but yeah. he couldn't really grasp. He was slightly confused about how things were run 500 years later. Um, and let me see here. Um, and so, and he also described them like, how did the people look? Because obviously, we're we're getting to a point where the world's only so big, and we're going to be interacting with each other, and so and having you know sex with each other too and so there's not Evolution. there's not that much of a difference yeah color goes on and yeah. so it's like most people uh, to a certain point look like each other and that they look white and that everybody look like you know, Caucasian to a certain extent Uh-oh. so there's not <laughs> I don't know what's going on here but that's what he uh, this is supposedly, supposedly what happened yeah, in yeah. the time frame that he woke up in. so don't get freaked out um, <laughs> but that um, genetics meshed together to a certain point where people almost looked the same. Yeah, and there was no variety. <clears throat> of, there was no really race anymore. Yeah, but there's been a, there's been a few articles from science sciences that release what the future could look like, and they have come to similar conclusions of certain type of colors, yeah. uh, certain type of looks. Um, Resume, gene. Yeah, um, and eventually that's, right. that's kind of what takes over. Um, but yeah, it looks like this. I, don't I mean, know, man, I read it more, and, and I wish you could give us more details. More details. Like, <clears throat> like what was traveling like that? That mostly there was rail systems that people basically they'll shoot them around, and when you needed to get off, you would get off. Yeah. Um, but really, no, you didn't really talk about cars, but mostly that transportation was more like. Um, in general, helping the people out in general. A lot of people didn't really have cars, but he didn't really give a lot of detail. So maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But some of his, yeah. he had specific detail, but some of it was so broad. Um, I don't know. It's it's like there's a, a lot of too, Yeah, you know. Does he say how he? Well, he doesn't say how he got there. Does he say how he got back? Or? No, he doesn't remember. He, he doesn't, doesn't recall. recall. He doesn't recall getting there. He doesn't recall coming back. He just. Woke up. He woke, woke up, up and he just remembered that. Could have been like a dream. <clears throat> yeah. But he thought that he was in for two years. I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he was in a coma. He could. I mean, he could have been in a coma. Yeah. And he woke up. And that's a. And I'm gonna attempt to research it a little bit more, but that's basically his uh, story about waking up in uh, 2749. It's a very interesting story. It's a. So, so you're telling me that Uber and Lyft completely took over the world. Pro- yes, and, and a. Um, <laughs> rail system based transportation and um and I don't know if it's called Uber but um, <laughs> it's probably called something else man but it uh, sounds like the uh the credit thing I see, feel like that was based on your occupation your occupation you your stat and society what you did and therefore that gives you to a certain amount of credit to each Type of like clothing, you get a credit of this amount for food. You get a credit of this amount. Um, like a, something you, like that. You read right? the book Brave New World? Uh, yeah. It was. It was almost a word. Society was like everybody was in a, in one like um, like one. There was just one society. You had to follow so, certain rules, and he also explained that the people often uh, went against the system right. because they wanted to be free and not be like everybody else. And so um, it was kind of weird that he said it, it was socialism to the max, but that certain people got credit. Yeah. Well, I think depending on your occupation, and he didn't really explain how you got that credit and in what form. Like, this is the one where it started to sound almost like a bit of an anti-socialism campaign. Yes. He started talking about how people, uh, you know, at first it's all 
all nice and you know you don't have to worry about stuff because everything's free exactly. you know you don't have to worry about the basics but then people kind of lost their motivation yeah to do exactly. you know anything no, else you do. no ambition i guess is that the argument against socialism yeah basically right yeah um, it sounds like this uh, TV show that's on Hulu. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? I don't know if you know. No, I'm it's called uh, Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale. And it has a certain type of uh, feel to that. Um, where the, certain people have certain status. Yeah. And that one's more like Shari Law, like... Yeah. It has more of that. Yeah, it has, yeah, it has but, a little bit more of that. But like that has a, f- a feel of the, what the future could uh, definitely hold. It could. I mean, do things get easier in the future? Or do people just... I mean, who knows? Out, you know, we don't know. Um, we have it pretty easy right now. So. Well, life's not too bad, man. You put, I mean, gas is available. You put gas in your car, you get to work. If you want food, you go to a restaurant. You don't have to kill anything. You got Amazon Prime. You got Amazon Prime. <laughs> I mean, you want some bananas, you go to... HB, you go to the Walmart, and it's. I mean, they didn't have that in the 1700s. I don't. I mean, probably did. They probably did. They had a marketplace. But <clears> I mean, we're gonna accessible. We're starting to grow meat. Yeah, we're at that level. We're growing. We're gonna grow meat. Artificial meat. Artificial meat. Yeah. It's gonna be like meat, but. And it's not gonna taste like meat. Well, I know it will. Like, aren't you like just replicating the protein and? And it's just without killing something. Well, didn't they make that's an actual, like, a, shit sandwich? That's a, a shit sandwich? Yeah, that's how fucking they zombies <laughs> created. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, what's this uh, shit sandwich you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, scientists in Japan figured out how to bleach the bacteria out of shit and turn it back into something that you can eat. Oh. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, thank you. Man, man, From Hoffman. man. An actual shit sandwich. <laughs> oh, oh, so an actual shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, you can eat that. And survive. If you want. Well, like, like, a, like a rabbit. Like, rabbit to do that. What? What? Yeah. They eat their own, sh- they eat yeah, their own they poop because yeah. it has certain uh, vitamins. So the, yeah. is it, isn't it for like the probiotics? Could mm-hmm. be that. Yeah. Just take probiotics then. Like, yeah, it's it's <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they know. They know what they're doing. Well, they know what they're doing, but they can't go buy pills for probiotics. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> or can they? <laughs> Let me go to the rabbit store. In the future, they would be wearing suits and holding little clocks, saying that they're late. <laughs> Your, um, what do you call it? What do you call that watch with the the links? Like those old like school watch? Pocket watch? Pocket watch, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The white rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> so, monocle. Speaking of uh, bizarre time travel, we have here Billy Meyer, uh, who who states that he was allegedly a contactee from the UFOs. Oh, is, wait, is this the guy with the dinosaurs? With the dinosaurs, <laughs> yes. So he, good old prophet Billy Meyer, he claimed while taking into outer space by ter- extraterrestrials, he traveled back in time, huh? saw and photographed dinosaurs, oh, oh. and met Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. And he has pictures. And he has pictures. He was on board? Jesus Christ was on board the ship? I mean, he oh, really? he was out there with Jesus. I mean, he took pictures. Well, he like, he like, has an album oh, full of pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Dinosaurs. We'll, we'll yeah, definitely be posting those. But yeah, I mean, that's that's it. That's the that's story. That was it. That Jesus and dinosaurs. Jesus and dinosaurs. I mean, what... If you time traveled and you had to pick two things as a child, <laughs> have you ever, like, enjoyed Jurassic Park... Or you ever like like dinosaurs or play with dinosaurs? You, that's one of the things you probably wanted to go see is fucking dinosaurs. And this dude wanted to go see dinosaurs. Dinosaurs and Jesus. Dinosaurs and Jesus. He took Jesus on a ride and he said, you know what I just saw? Dinosaurs, bro. He takes them to see some dinosaurs. And he rolled one of the dinosaurs. Like, I know where Jesus is at. You Did you have that shirt? Jesus is my homie. <laughs> Jesus is my homie. I mean, yeah, he was there. That's that's how he got the idea. There's also a Jesus riding a T Rex. Jesus riding a T-Rex. That's another That really happened. That really happened. <laughs> Maybe that's where they got that from. Billy Meyer here, totally. Billy Meyer was your I mean, he, was, he totally saw that. Oh, I mean, that's so. Oh, I mean, God. it's uh, it's really out there. I mean, uh, I mean, it's out there. <laughs> well, what do you think? I mean, hey, look, we're open-minded people, right? So maybe Jesus. I don't know, man. I don't know. 
I mean, we do have this recent discovery that uh, they've been, um, I believe they've been trying to, like, I guess the new dinosaur bones that they've been finding, uh, the process that they go through, uh, carbon dating, mm -hmm. has been, a lot of them have been recently dated to in the last 40,000 years. I, I knew it. Well, didn't they find that, like, well, there's yes dinosaurs. So you live with dinosaurs. Well, we have cave paintings with Native Americans yeah. and dinosaurs walking along. That's a damn good And then science, you have scientists in in the community saying that that's not true. Well, who are going to believe the Native Americans who are you know are making these uh, drawing them? Drawing, they're they're really good. I mean, they're really good. <laughs> they're really good I, I saw drawings. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is what I saw. I mean, they draw and they paint it exactly what they saw. And if you look at the pictographs, you, yeah, you're you not going to say, well, that's not... That, that's not a deer. That's not a deer. That, you know, so you know their pictographs when you see a horse, that is a horse. It's what they saw. They that's like exactly. They, like yeah. they saw it physically. Uh, I have to paint, you know, paint. You know, yeah, they show them hunting them. And, and again... They're, to a certain extent, yeah, they, they there's a, probably a good chance that there was a few dinosaurs walking along man. Not all dinosaurs died, so yeah. maybe they're yeah. still alive tonight. They're still alive somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Fucking Godzilla. <sighs> so there's also uh, Hackman Nordivus. Hackman? Hackman? Hackman Nordivus? That's his so he uploaded this video. Oh, you know the who I'm talking that. about. So he uploaded this video back in 2006, um, which shows uh, this uh, Swedish man uh, claiming that he accidentally transported to 2046, and while attempting to fix a sink in his kitchen, <laughs> and somehow he was transported. Time traveling and plumber. Totally time travel. That's a new thing, man. You gotta be a plumber these days. Yeah, <laughs> so right. he met his seventy-year-old self and had a great time. <laughs> that just sounds wrong. <laughs> it sure does. I mean, so he filmed himself. And <laughs> short in the future as a 70 year old man and uh, showing his tattoo on his right arm okay. and so <clears throat> it, the tattoo is exactly the same tattoo that he has it's a shitty tribal tattoo <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad tattoo but nonetheless he has the same tattoo but then um, so I mean whenever this hit the YouTube I mean they went bizarre crazy i mean everybody was coming up with their theories uh, you know that this guy is legit um you know everybody had their own opinions about it and again nonetheless it was being talked about and so again being youtube it definitely caught on fire and so later on it was actually reported that this was actually a marketing campaign promoting pension plans <laughs> pension plans for an insurance company called AMF. Um, so yeah, it, it it totally was a big marketing scheme, um, which I mean it worked to a certain extent. I mean I'm not sure if they actually ever sold any of the pension plans. Um, I mean this uh, definitely one could say it backfired because I did not see pension plans in that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it, it was one of those marketing campaigns. Sometimes it works, but it works in a way that actually backfires. And it, this definitely backfired on them. Um, with this video, people saw something else that wasn't what 
was being sold to them. And so again, this is one, like one of those commercials that you think it's a pizza commercial and they're trying to sell you, you know, a house. You know, they're trying to sell you something else and it, it just doesn't work. You, you lose the message. Um, <laughs> marketing. Um, <clears throat> so we also have here um, Andrew Carlson. Carlson? Um, who reportedly was arrested back in uh, January 2003 uh, for selling some, some U.S. security uh, stocks, um, 126 to be precise. And he was actually very successful. Um, he sold every single one of them um, and initially starting at 800 and somehow made over $350 million. Insider trading. Yeah, and so, yeah, within the and it, it definitely violated the U.S. Securities Exchange Commission uh, with uh, in their their trading. So later, when he was arrested, he actually submitted a four-hour confession in which he claimed to be a time traveler, two hundred years in the future, where he offered to tell investigators at the time where Osama bin Laden was hiding, the cure for AIDS, uh, in return for a lesser punishment, and for him to be allowed back to his craft whenever his time was up. If he had the cure for AIDS, why didn't he just sell that to begin with? He wasn't very bright. I mean, obviously, <laughs> he didn't know the... I don't know, maybe he had the pills on him? Maybe he had <laughs> maybe he had AIDS. I mean, <laughs> everyone in the future has AIDS. Everyone in the future has. We don't. You know, it's one of those things we just don't know. But maybe he couldn't sell it because he didn't know the chemistry compound. You know, it could be one of those things. Um, again, maybe he didn't trust anybody to actually share this information with. Uh, you know, pharmaceuticals. Those guys. Um, so although he refused to tell investigators the location of his working craft, uh, Carson's story allegedly originated as a fictional piece in the Weekly World News, um, which is a satire newspaper. But then it was repeated by Yahoo News, which then was taken to other newspapers and magazines, and they took it as fact as something that actually did happen that there was this Andrew uh, Carlson and this then you know turned and drove the minds and the mouths of everyone that read these articles and took it as fact and the next thing you know it's burning the web and everyone's reading these articles thinking and seeing this as truth um, and the, the more it traveled and the more people talked about it, the more details of the description of the events that allegedly took place became more detailed. And so, you know, this, this story was not real. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those where, you know, people take something and think it's real and they go with it. Um, so it's. It's an unfortunate, not real, so. <laughs> Did you guys hear about the uh, the man from Tard? Oh, yeah. What was that about? The So this guy arrives at, the, in, at an airport in 1954 in July. Right. And goes into, what is it, Customs? Yeah, to sure. present his passport. passport. Right, right. And <clears throat> yeah. he, he has a passport from a country called Tarid that doesn't exist. Interesting. So is this like McLovin or something? Or, like that? That's my name. No, 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 that's, that's real. It's real. Totally it's legit. Well, <laughs> or just different dimensions. Well, here's the thing. Probably. That passport, he claims he had been to that Tokyo airport many times and had been stamped. So it had stamps from all his travels from around the world. So somebody wasn't paying attention. He had currency from that country. And they locked him up in a hotel room. And he disappeared from that hotel room. What? With people outside. So the passport was 
the de- traveling device. Secret. At this point, it could be anything, literally. <laughs> I mean, we have a show over here about uh, a bong that, you know. Time traveling bong. Time traveling bong. I mean, it takes you anywhere. I'll open the mini fridge. You know yeah. You suck in right in there. <laughs> Watch out with, uh, you know, those old phone booths. If you oh, see yeah, one. That's true. <laughs> Ben and Ted. Yeah, well, I ain't gonna go on one, so I'm not gonna worry about it. You have cell phones now. You have cell phones now, for me. For now. Just watch out. You see one, don't get curious. What? Time traveling trash can, you know. I'm down. Alright. I need to. Phone booth? Yeah. Can we put it in the car? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I don't have enough space. Yeah, but. What if you go to a place that doesn't have any roads? What if my hand touches something? <laughs> We're all cramped in there. I mean, I don't know. I don't we know go in there with our hands up in the air. <laughs> Nobody touch each Nobody other. Touch each other. <laughs> uh, time travel. What a time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I mean, what do you think of all these stories? I mean, yeah. Good, bad. The world's not a perfect, I mean, it's not a uh, a linear concept, I think. I think there's many things that goes on that we have to be personal witnesses unless um, for us to truly believe it, but I'm open-minded where it could happen. I mean, there's definitely tales of time slip. Yeah. Uh, people are walking into towns and experiencing a whole different era that's right. Um, there's definitely a lot of stories in that, and we'll definitely save that for another a little time. But uh, Hoffman, what you think? I don't know, man. I wish it were true. <laughs> but you our, change one thing in the past. And our current science tells us who knows what would happen. Right. Butterfly effect. Yeah. What if like someone goes back in time and kills Hitler, and then someone else that's even worse than Hitler? Right. Or or somebody goes, oh shit, they killed Hitler, and then they replace it with another guy who's just as equally the same guy. And nobody can tell. Or Or somebody kills the baby Hitler, but then, like, the babysitter's like, oh shit, and then finds another baby, and then that's Hitler. (laughs) Causes it to happen. Causes it to happen. Anything. We don't know. Maybe. Don't get curious enough to. Maybe you're able to drop back in time. It happened in the past, it's even in the past. Mm-hmm. Adora, what do you think? Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, it seems like a lot of these stories to me seem like they're not true. But I, like, I want to believe that it could happen. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that we're there yet, but it, it could happen. Right. <laughs> what are all the time travelers? I'm time traveling yeah, right. before some other guy went to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> Because in small bag. Didn't uh, Stephen Hawking have that uh, dinner for time travelers and no one showed up? I did? I would have showed up. <laughs> <laughs> How rude. How do you get invitations for that? Like, he just posted it. <laughs> waited for people to show up and no one did. That like, was put a little, brief. like, one of those time capsules. Hopefully, like, people find it in the future. Like, oh, I'm going to go to this dinner. No, thanks. I met you before. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're good. Did you wrong. I'm time. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, time travel. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's possible. Maybe it's, maybe it's happening right now. Maybe that's what the UFOs are. Yes, sir. No, it's uh, definitely a possibility that that's what the, it's, it's us in the future and we're taking tours. I mean, and then there's some messed up people in the future that are not taking tours and they're just kidnapping people. Yeah. <laughs> and probing them. Probing them. Like what an alien yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you have some kids running around doing all kinds of craziness on crop circles. I mean, that's what happens. So that's Teenagers like, on like, time travel. We haven't done crop circles yet. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a, you know, that's definitely a whole other thing. Well, I hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast, and this episode. And again, please share, like, and rate. We definitely appreciate that. And again, you can find the uh, many stories on our uh, Twitter account, which is uh, the cloaked underscore, and our Facebook page, which is uh, the cloaked podcast. 
And uh, definitely, again, if you have other stories or other interests that you definitely want to hear about or <clears throat> you heard a story, you want to hear more expansions on it, uh, definitely hit us up. We'll definitely be able to contact you and, you know, um, see if we can make that happen. Again, thank you and uh, have a great night or morning or whatever. Later. Stop touching yourself. What?